This is Matt and Nick Jackson, the Young Bucks, literally the best tag team on this planet. <laughs> and you're listening to the Matt and Brindo Wrestling Show. It's on time, we're taking over the prime time. And if you cross us, you're stepping over the fine line. We can take this to the center of the ring And when the bell dings, it's time to go I'll hit the top rope while you're bleeding No, slam me with the chair in the back of your head Put you through a table, now you're thinking you're dead As I climb the ladder and reclaim the belts You're going home with a face full of welts We came to win, well you better know It's Matt and Brendo's wrestling show Hello and welcome to another episode of MBWS I'm Brendan Creasy I'm Veronica Steele. And all I gotta say, Veronica, is this has been a great week because um, I got fucking PWG tickets. Oh, nice! I was used to see my in the chat because Mark <laughs> yes. Ariano and I were going back and forth because he was trying to get them to, and yeah. all of a sudden I'm just like, because <laughs> I, I, it's it's so for Bola. I didn't. I I never. I tried to get Bola tickets last year. Failed miserably. Ended up having to beg, borrow, and steal to get in <laughs> nights two and three. And it was the most fun that I've ever had at a wrestling awesome. show. It was the most amazing wrestling show I've seen. So I'm like, how to? And it, it's so hard to get into this. It's it's because it's like 400 people max. Wow. And, so how'd you do it? Um. Well, the site crashed like 10 oh. minutes before. It went on, so I'm like, I'm just going to keep hitting refresh. I'm going to keep hitting refresh because people are going to give up. People are going to give yep. up. And sure enough, it comes back for like two seconds, and I get in, and it's like every step, like PayPal. So I click all three nights. I'm like, add, add, add. And, yes. and they show up in my cart, <laughs> and usually, and so I get, I get farther than I've ever been before, because mm-hmm. usually by this point, PayPal's like, oh, that's gone. There's no more of those. Uh. It's sold out. So I'm like, but I'm like, oh my god, I'm hitting checkout. I'm putting, I'm hitting <laughs> sign out. And then, and I'm like, and then finally it's like, your purchase completed. And I was like, ah! <laughs> and, and I get, so I'm like, ooh, I wonder if I can get some more tickets. So I go back, and uh-huh. sold out. Done. Wow. So, because apparently it took six minutes to sell out, but that was because the site was down for five minutes. Wow. And, um, so they were gone immediately. I got general admission for all three nights of Battle Los Angeles, which means I'm going to have to – it's it's in, it's in September, like at the very beginning of September. I still think it's going to be hot as hell. Yeah, so it totally will be. So I'm going to have to sit out – to get a good seat, if you have general admission, basically means you have to sit outside for like three hours, four hours. Ugh. Which, but it's fine. It's good. I'll, I'll be, I'll be, you know, I'll be out there with the PWG. There, the fans there are just so rabid. You can, I talked last, last time I was there, I talked to this dude. He was like an expert in like Mexican lucha. And okay. he like explained like some things to me that I never knew before. Like I had like great conversations with people. Awesome. And it's fun. I, wear it's sunscreen, a, bring an umbrella. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, be, but I'm so excited. It's going to be awesome. And like Cody Rhodes is going to be there, former WWE superstar, and it's his fir- one of his first appearances since leaving. Um, uh, the guys from some of the guys from Lucha Underground, Pentagon Junior, and Phoenix, um, Skeleton Man, as you remember, might remember him as I was yes. telling. Um, so he's going to be there, and uh, Jushin Thunder Liger from Japan, and wow. Zack Saber Junior. I get, and some of these guys are currently in the WWE Cruiserweight Classic and by the time Bola rolls around this so the, I I'm thinking they're going to be offering some of these guys contracts so these could be some of these guys' last indie appearances. Awesome. It could be and headed. I'm going to be How there. How do you feel about getting those tickets? It's like how most people oh felt about getting what they God. wanted for Amazon Prime. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I made it. <laughs> I was so excited cuz I'd never <laughs> done that before. Like as Mark joked, we also collect the uh, Mondo posters and they they're the, they the, when they they sell them online at random times and they sell out immediately. And he's mm. like, man, this makes that shit look easy. <laughs> um, so, but I, awesome. I'm, I'm super excited. But also, things I'm excited for. I mean, this week was the beginning of the new era for reels. Era. Now, yeah, we've got separate rosters. We've got new stars. I mean, shit, Finn yeah. Balor. 
like beat Roman clean. Yeah. And here oh, I was man. last week being like, they're going to just put Finn Balor in the cruiserweight division. They're not going to push him as a heavyweight. And right away, I was proved wrong. And this was my first time seeing Finn Balor. So. Oh, dude. So I want to hear your impressions. Um, One, totally legit. Really like him. My only critique is it honestly looks like he forgot to put under or like put pants on because <laughs> he like has like a full on leather jacket. Yeah. And the way He's that Donald it Duck was shot. It. Yeah, the, yeah. The way that it was shot. That's a Derek Armijo it was term. His uh, waist up, and then it panned out, and you're like, "Oh, oh, dude, uh, you need pants." <laughs> like, trunks. Was... He's a classic wrestler. Mm, I I wouldn't call those trunks. That's the <laughs> name of them. Those, They're uh, those are tiny whiteies. Those are tiny whiteies in black. I'm <laughs> just. Awesome. I can't wait because now you know it's SummerSlam. Um, it's going to be him versus Seth Rollins for the Universal Championship, Universal. which is, I think that's a goofy name, but whatever. It's so stupid. Um, um, but I mean, whatever. It yeah. Was, and, and they, and so, I mean, but, and he's, you know what, I don't know. Against, oh, and you're on. not, you're not aware of this, but you're gonna see, I don't know if you saw in some of his footage that they showed, um, him in his face paint. His demon uh-huh. face paint. Oh. Um, so for pay-per-views, big shows, he paints his entire body, and it's <laughs> it's crazy. It is it is nuts, and it's so awesome, and it's it's awesome. So I'm okay. So let's talk excited. about that job. Let's talk about what the Craigslist ad would read. He has to, a guy. He has like his guy paint on his body. Yeah. And what the interview would entail. <laughs> well, I, I mean, they, they did like a little thing on it when he was in NXT. Like they interviewed the guy because I think awesome. he's like a, I think he's all, he, he's like an airbrush artist. Yeah. And normally he does oh, he like has to, yeah. cars and stuff. So, oh, but awesome. he found like this paint because normally, like, especially back in the day, if people had face paint, like by the end of the Come match, off. it's all over their opponent's body. <laughs> Like with gold dust, whoever he wrestled would all of a sudden have like glitter and gold paint all over him and stuff. It's like wrestling but, with a clown. But now, I mean, technology is advanced where whatever this stuff that Finn uses, like it doesn't rub off on people. Well, I'm sure it's similar to like what they use on Broadway and stuff yeah. for Wicked. They, okay. That's a, yeah, it's, it's Mac. I mean, it's not, you know, some unheard company. Yeah. Mac creates the green paint for the Wicked Witch for yeah. And it's awesome, and it stays, and they powder it on, and there it is. Well, this stuff you got to so, see it. Like you should look it up because I can't wait. He does like crazy designs, like on it's nuts, and because it's like it's and so it's really special. Like and that's like the demon inside of him, and like he he unleashes it for big matches. Like, well, he's a he's a cutie. Sammy oh, yeah. Zane has to so, <laughs> and has some competition. Now. I I'm I'm I mean I can't believe he's like he's wrestling Seth Rollins for that belt at SummerSlam. Yeah. That's yeah. about as big as you can. That's like they're giving him the shoot to the moon push. Here. Yeah, zero to sixty. Just like, but he deserves it because he's worked his ass off. I'm really yeah. curious if they're ever going to be able to do this. Um, if you look up um, his, so Finn Balor, his real name is Fergal Devitt, which is. Good. It's a very I um it's an Irish name and uh and and he used to wrestle as Prince Devitt. So if you look up Prince Devitt makeup on YouTube, you mm-hmm. will get because he, he used when he was in the Indies. Oh, I see him. When he was in the Indies, he would he did like Marvel characters and DC characters, which obviously he can't do in WWE, yeah. but he did the Joker, he would do Venom and Carnage and like dude, it was crazy wrestle kingdom nine he came out as like a full-on like zombie like he came out of a coffin like oh gosh it was the coolest thing i've ever seen um he's too cute to be wearing all that makeup he's he's awesome i'm so excited that they are just like right away it's the finn balor show but you know who else's show it was on monday my gal sasha freaking banks and yeah. props, her and Charlotte put on an oh, incredible great. match. Yeah. Just oh, tore the house down. Yeah. It was awesome. It was so much fun. So that John and I were working out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so we're on the treadmill. And I'm like so into that match. I went over the time on the treadmill. <laughs> and so he's done. 
And he kept like looking over at me and I'm like, don't talk to me. Like I will hit you. (laughs) And so when she won, I'm like on the treadmill, like, yeah, (laughs) I was not expecting that. I wasn't either. So she's coming into SummerSlam now as the champion. Good. She's got to keep that belt. I mean, come on. Just, yeah, uh, for some time, for sure. Well, especially now. She's so loved. So now you've seen, you've also seen uh, Nia Jax. Oh, my goodness, yes. She's a big girl. Yeah, so I'm not a huge fan of her. <laughs> I don't, Why not? I want to hear about she's it. She's just, she's so big, she just kind of stumbles around like it kind of remind me of um the giants with fraggles (laughs) (laughs) okay like the little girl one not her fault but they put her up against like this scrawny little yeah it was a local talent that yeah which was fine like you know hey good for that chick she she really she did well they basically just just brought her out her get annihilated yeah just just got her apart she got it was like beating sharks. Like it was just the poor little the poor little goat from Jurassic Park. Yeah. Um, but because of that, it made her look. It made Nia look that much slower. Mm-hmm. And like oh, I don't really have to do anything. I'm just gonna stomp around. Like I don't know. I didn't get it. I just was not that impressed. I'm like, oh okay. And then you sat on somebody because you're big enough to sit on somebody. Mm-hmm. Like. Well, in the the Samoan tradition of her forefathers. <laughs> yeah, um, exactly. I was just, I don't know. I wasn't all, all right, that impressed all right. by her. Well, then, so there was another, there was a couple de- more debuts. You had, this was your first time seeing Neville in the yes. ring. So yes. what were your thoughts on Neville? I liked and totally. Um, he looks like an I elf, remembered. right? He's like, yeah, he's totally. Like a, he's an elf. Well, he's that's what I remembered. Elf. As I was watching, I was like, oh, that's. Because as he was, like, flying and everything, and then I remembered who you were telling me about yeah. him. So, yeah, that was cool. He was finish was pretty nuts, right? That yes. Red arrow. Sure. And he does, he does, yeah, he, he's, he's a pretty great high flyer. It looks like he's going to be the focus of the Cruiserweight division. Um, right. But that was exciting. Um, we also, um, well, I guess it happened on SmackDown, but Randy Orton wrestled just out of nowhere. Yeah. Speaking yeah, of out of nowhere, um, out of nowhere, that's his arc, you've seen, so you got to see the RKO, um, yes. that's his little, his move that he does, um, he, it was, I liked, it was fun watching him beat up the Miz. Oh, totally. But also Anyone like, up the Miz. I, I don't know what that's, I, I, I'm, I'm a little concerned cause uh, the Intercontinental title is already like kind of devalued and when you just have somebody just destroying your Intercontinental champion, I don't know if that helps the title very much. Yeah, I, well, The Miz just, I even took notes. I'm like, oh, skit's gone bad. <laughs> the Miz interviewing The Miz. It was <laughs> so boring. Like, I get what they're well, trying to do, but I honestly, Marie's it felt. terrible. Like, I'm oh, sorry. Oh, man. She, it, she needs she, like a vocal coach or something. Oh, she, they, they just. It She's was like terrible. watching improv. Yeah. And you're cringing. Yeah. Just like you're just cringing the whole time going, okay, but we're I, done. I mean, it's I not get, working. Don't you think that's kind of part of his whole shtick now, though? I don't know. I feel like he's actually more talented than that. Yeah. I think it was a bad setup. Like, mm. one of these talk shows, I'm not super into these talk shows. I feel like they could do it a little bit better. Like, yeah. Like, what would I, you do? Did you ever watch, like, like when you were when you because when did you do you remember when you were really young watching wrestling like I know you said you watched it a little bit do you remember like Piper's Pit or like the classic no. ones at all because no, that's kind of the that's kind of the foundation for these newer talk shows okay. was like Roddy Piper had one it was called Piper's Pit and it's like legendary and okay. they it seems like they've been trying to recapture that ever since then and they've had varying degrees of success I mean yeah. you got Jericho's highlight reel I personally. I really liked uh, Ambrose Asylum. And, I like Ambrose, And I want yeah. them to do more of the Rollins report. Yeah. <laughs> See, I like Ambrose and I like Rollins. The other ones, I'm like, eh. Like, and how many of these are you going to do? Because ultimately, it's the same. Yeah, that's. I think that's why I was like, really? This is what we have to do again? with the I think they should not do those as much. Because I did like that they did do the in-ring interviews after the matches. I really yeah, like that. I did, too. Yeah. So and yeah, that was kind Mrs. of it. Kind of added Mrs. some wife excitement. Is miserable. She like, is just. Well, she's, she's just. She's the miserable. Like, <laughs> so. This is this is to tell you how bad it was in another era of 
the women's wrestling. She was a Divas champion. Oh, no. Even though she can't wrestle no. at all. And she, that was like, that was probably at the low point of like women's wrestling on WWE. She has no stage presence. No. She just anytime you could tell she was like, I don't necessarily know what to do. I'm going to stroke my hair. <laughs> she just kept like stroking her hair. I'm like, honey, I'm going to cut your hair off if you touch it one more time. Like, it just oh, please stop. Yeah, no, yeah. not a fan. So yeah, I, hey, I I really liked um, the new day bringing up Sunny Boy. Oh my god, <laughs> who, I didn't know who that was. Is that like I a rapper or something? I have no idea. No, but that was hilarious. The whole like, what's your name, Sunny Boy? Your, yeah. That whole thing was great. Your, and then oh, so bring funny. it in. I um like I guess it makes more sense to have Gallows and Anderson go after yeah. him because Enzo and like, like having Enzo and Big Cass go after him. Like it's two really good guys doesn't really right. work. So right. I think and and Luke Gallows and Anderson are good on the mic too. They can, yeah, they are. They can they can do the back and forth. If you ever want to watch, um, Gallows and Anderson have some really funny vines. Okay. They they do like impressions of other wrestlers <laughs> and other stuff. It's really funny. Gallows has a character um, that he does called Sex Ferguson. It's really stupid, but I I always laugh watching them do awesome. it. They right. do a really funny Stone Cold impression. They do a really funny AJ impression. Nice. Like, well, it's pretty great. When you're around them so much, I'm sure you yeah. pick things up. Um, yeah, I thought that, so that was, was funny, though. Just Sunny Boy and... That whole thing. That whole thing. So It's pretty great. Oh, so SmackDown, uh, they had a male ring announcer. Oh, yeah. Which I liked. I sometimes the women, um, their voice just gets too high, and I want mm. to talk. Their voice just gets too high pitched, yeah. and I'm like, okay, or they can't say championship right. I love always championship. I love like, the way it that, drives me nuts. That she <laughs> says it. It's my favorite thing, and now she's gone. I know. I'm like Lillian. Mm. Um, so. Like really sad though. Like Lillian's dad has like two types of cancer, I guess, and she's not mm-hmm. not doing very well. So she's actually she's she's finishing up in WWE because she needs to take care of her dad. And I mean, props to her. Totally, I know but it's not. That's got to be rough because like this is something she's been she's been doing this for a long time, and this yeah, is like her years passion. Plus. Yeah, and, yeah, and and so. But I think, I mean, hopefully down the road she'll be back. Um, yeah, I really She's hope left that... before and come back. She's had a few times because she had a singing career. I mean, she still does, but she was focusing on her singing career for a while. Oh, so she I can't took even a... imagine how she would sing championship. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think we're going to – so I guess now it's the JoJo. JoJo's time to shine. Yeah. Um, yeah which is good. good for her. I mean, because, again, like she's – it's crazy watching like – Season one of Total Divas, where she's she's eighteen, she's oh, like a kid. Crazy. Now she's she's twenty two now, but still she's yeah. super young, and I'm I'm happy for her because yeah, like she's doing so well and she's doing a good job. Although she went to the Lillian School of saying championship, which I, I love. Know. I love it. Oh, ah. <laughs> I'm gonna work on it. Well, I think what gets me, I'm like, do they know that it sounds like they're saying championship? <laughs> like it just sounds yeah. like championship. Um, <laughs> so all right, but I you the know SmackDown what? announcer he was from NXT. I actually got to talk oh, to him okay. a couple times at I liked Access. Him. He's a nice dude. He's a cool dude. He's got yeah. a good. He's got a good presence. Well, Lillian's not. I don't think she'll regret it at all. And I'm really hoping that WWE like well, keeps her like yeah. on. You know, calls her in occasionally when she can. Not just dropping her. Cause I'm sure they're pretty good about that kind of stuff. Yeah, I was hoping so. I think um, I think it'll be good, and I think they'll they'll leave the door open for her because again yeah. they have in the past, and I think they'll good. Um, well, I, so again, I, good call for her. My favorite moment from Raw <laughs> was the brief appearance of one. I had to look it up his name because I I missed his name, but um, one James Ellsworth. James Ellsworth. He was the this? jobber that they, they – first of all, they interviewed the jobber. He was the guy that fought Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah. That okay. dude the, – no chin man. Yes. He had no chin. <laughs> and, yes. uh, and And so, so first of all, I'm like, I don't think I've ever seen them interview the jobber before the match. This is amazing. <laughs> and, then I'm, and then just watching him like – 
just watching his expressions while he's getting destroyed <laughs> by Braun yes. Strowman. This yes. dude, they have to bring this dude back because he was amazing. <laughs> I want to like keep watching the adventures of James Ellsworth, like young <laughs> jobber oh, in man. superstar in training. I mean, come on. Yeah. He has because tiny man <laughs> as as. I was listening to, they were talking about this on, again, my favorite wrestling podcast besides ours, Marty and Sarah Love Wrestling. Um, right. So Marty was talking about, like, like James Ellsworth might not be much to look at in the ring, mm-hmm. and he might not, like, be, but he has that it factor, because his facial expressions, like, not everybody can do that, let alone some no-name guy. Right. He's got something. I think they should keep, they should, they got something. I found a screenshot of him from Ryan. Oh my gosh, he's getting like thrown. There was a lot of memes. But the best is the look on the ref's face. He's like, "Uh, "Are you going to be okay?" Oh, buddy. Like, I know. Oh, buddy. Walk it off. Walk it off. Because, like, yeah, and I also Braun Strowman's new look. I'm digging it. I think I'm. I think I'm digging it. Um, I'm digging it more than Roland. I'm digging it more than Roman's. Like, Roman's got, like, a lumberjack beard going on. Yeah, he does. I think um, another, this is also something that Marty proposed, and it might be true, kind of looks like a depression beard. (laughs) Roman's sad. Roman's sad, you guys. He's sad. Aren't we all? I mean, he had to, he, he, he lost clean to Finn Balor. His buddy Ambrose is over on SmackDown. (laughs) <laughs> and this people are still friends. booing the fuck out of him. Oh man, he's just—he's not going to win. There was—it seemed like there was a moment on Raw where the crowd kind of was getting into him, but I—I I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then I went back. <laughs> yeah. And they're like, "Wait, what are we doing?" <laughs> um. Yeah, I, I don't know. I—I I mean, um. Also, I'm sure you were bummed because he beat Sami Zayn, got into one of the matches, and then yeah. He didn't make it, Roman. You know what? I, but Sammy, he has his whole career ahead of him. That's true. I, you know, I have faith. in I mean, him. I can. I'm predicting it. like WrestleMania 34, Sammy versus Finn, it's Sammy versus Owens, Sammy versus Owens versus Finn. I mean, having those guys, they have so much Neville. Um, yeah. Like oh, all yeah. those guys, Cesaro. So, yeah, they have a lot of life yeah. left in them. And. But I, I couldn't. I, if you had told me that Raw was going to be the Finn Balor and Sasha Banks show, right? Like, holy crap! I so, know. Which made it kind of a bummer because SmackDown was a good show, but for me, like nothing could have topped. Like I'm like, how the fuck are they going to top that? Well, and then SmackDown played, and I was like, uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Like I, I need to give it this week. Yeah, I'm going to give it like three around three times because you know I know that they have some. They're giving the ball edges. to Dolph Ziggler, though. I mean, that's a big deal. Yeah, I just entertainment wise, yeah, I wasn't all that impressed. Well, I don't, but I don't know why, and so that's why I'm like, I just need to. Well, keep Becky going. Lynch is on there, and she beat Natalia again. Yeah, that was awesome. Well, she that got her revenge, fight. I guess. I guess she got her revenge because she lost. So that was a good, like, return match. And I think it sets, it continues the feud. I think I, I thought it was really good. Um, I was not expecting. So you had first they announced. I mean, you don't know who this is, but he's one of my favorite wrestlers of all time. Shelton Benjamin is going to be oh. coming back to SmackDown. Who's Shelton? He was, um, he debuted in the early 2000s. He was part of. This guy Kurt Angle, he was part of Team Angle, and he's a he's an amazing amateur wrestler, and he had some of the best matches during that period. That I've a lot of people called him at the time like the most the most athletic person ever in WWE. He trained with Brock Lesnar. He's um, but he's been wrestling in Japan for the last like seven or eight years. Okay, and. and I, that's, he's one of the main reasons why I got into watching Japanese wrestling because I wanted to see what Shelton was doing. And he was, in, he was only wrestling in Japan for a while. And oh, and who was the guy who came out with the redhead? Redhead? And he was a free agent? Oh. And um, that was – oh, dude. Heath Slater. Yeah, because he was part of the – he did not get drafted. But his right. – he was great on the microphone. And I was – I hope they keep that going. He's great. Yeah, so – how come he wasn't drafted? Like how, it was kind of because he's because it's kind of the joke. He's part of the 
because he's part of the social outcast with Curtis Axel and Bo Dallas and those guys, and they're total goofballs, and they don't really get it. They, they're basically jobbers. Okay. And so that was kind of a joke was that he Slater so bad he didn't even get drafted. <laughs> and now they're doing this whole thing with him. And I thought it was great because I've always been a Heath Slater fan. Yeah. Oh, that went off a lot better than all the women. The, yeah, what was oh, up with that? that? crap. And then they that, said uh, fucking Eva Marie and like – but I mean I'm glad they didn't give her a mic. That's really smart. Yeah, well, but that you could tell though that they were like building her up, like Ugh. oh, but, but she she's still gonna looks be... like she doesn't even know what she. I feel like she doesn't even know what she's doing out there. I don't know. She's just like um, Ugh. I don't know. She and now that I I've watched so much of her, of ones. I've watched so much of her on Total Divas, and I just I'm like, Ugh. well, okay. So that's my question. So I'm still I gave up on Total Divas and went back <laughs> and whatever. But what is the story with her and the Bellas? Like I. I read in the beginning of well, season five. Well, there's a lot of like where something. she just she just thinks she's hot shit, and she tries. I don't know. She just talks a lot of shit. Doesn't put the work in, and she doesn't put the work in at all. Like she just, yeah. I don't know. Like she just seems like she's just in there to get a movie deal. Like okay. she's got the same agent as The Rock. She's like, but it seems like WWE wouldn't allow that kind of stuff. Well, they don't like that kind want, of nonsense. Like I don't know. She's. Because they, 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 they know they have a hot commodity. I mean, they... Because it was like, look at this girl's boobs. Boobs, boobs, boobs. <laughs> That's basically... And, like, Carmella barely got to talk. Um, yeah. Naomi barely got to talk. Um, yeah, that's they my did first time a, seeing, like, all of those. So, yeah, and, like, that, I didn't I've think that was, like, them. Carmella, that was, like, a kind of a bummer. Alexa, I thought Alexa did a pretty good job. Because she's, yeah. like... But she's so tiny, and you're like, oh... She's so yeah. tiny, but it's just because she's she's like she's pretty fierce, you know. And yeah, I would have messed with her. I can't wait to see them in the ring because yeah. talking on the mic, the way that they did that, the way was it was horrible. presented, I wasn't it was into just, it. Yeah, I'm like, okay, now you're just trying to create like some sort of cat fight, and because that hasn't been done before. It seems, yeah, I I don't know, I wasn't. That into it. just went off horribly. <laughs> just and you could tell like the audience was just dead. Like, they're like, eh, I'm going to go get beer. <laughs> like, um, I also wasn't expecting Rhino came in and, like, yes. destroyed everybody. And he's been around forever, but he, he's been in NXT a little bit. But he's from back in the – he hasn't been in WWE for, like, a long time. So okay. I, had, I had heard that they were bringing people back, but I was not expecting Rhino. So we'll see well, what, what he does. What was his, like, signature move? It it's called some- the Gore – yeah, and he, what? like, spears you. It's like a big tackle move. I just did it. I was like, well, that's a lame name. If you're going to be, like, Rhino. because well, he's a rhino. Be, like, he's the gore. rhino horn. Yeah, but like, the rhino, like, animal, like, you gore people. Sure. Like, that's the did act. Did they do that? I didn't know that they did that. Yeah, like, that's what you do with your horn. You gore when you smash uh, into somebody. Yeah. I'm just, and then... Clearly, I don't know enough about my <laughs> rhinoceroses. Yeah, you <laughs> I'll work study on your that. zoology. All I know, all I know, is that if a hippopotamus is wiggling its ears, you have to shoot a cap gun at them. Yes, so. absolutely. <laughs> These are things I've learned. Um, what else? Any other impressions of SmackDown? I mean, um, oh, yeah, I have a technical question. Mm-hmm. So, when there's a battle royal, how mm-hmm. the hell do they know, like the cameraman? Covering all those angles, how do they know what to where to be? Well, I, and, I that's the thing, and that's what people don't understand because people give the cameraman on Raw and SmackDown a lot of shit, and I'm like, do you know how hard it is to film a live event? Yeah, like, I mean, they're no, doing they this did live. a really, well, yeah, they did a really one, good job with Battle one, Royal. I think one, these people have been doing this for a very long time. Um, the guy that produces it has been the producer since the 80s. Oh wow! So they know their shit. Yeah. Um, and I think just that's when they have cameras everywhere. And I think they they plan. I think with battle royals and stuff, they plan the major spots, and okay. they kind of. I think they have ideas, have but covered, they yeah. kind of. They again, it's just practice. They know where to be. They can tell when something's about to happen. Okay. And because yeah, it's it is. I don't. I sometimes I don't even know the good. ins and outs. It's it's crazy when they pull that off as well as they do. And it was cool having Apollo win it. It was a good yeah. shining a good light on Apollo because he's another one of those guys where I was worried he's kind of falling through the cracks. There was a moment, though, 
that I mean I I just I was speechless. Um, it was when Apollo was holding Zack Ryder up and Zack's legs were split up on the ropes <laughs> and then Kalisto comes running straight into the crotch. Yeah. And then the announcer says they're double teaming. I'm like, really? How far can we take this? Like, I feel like there are writers back there that are just like, okay, we're just gonna, we're gonna, oh, we're gonna cross team. that line. Yeah, like, oh, we're PG, but we're gonna, we're gonna press it. Yeah. I mean, it was so, so blatant. <laughs> like, and I'm just watching this guy be at this other guy, like, getting double teamed. It was just, it was epic. Definitely the height of SmackDown for me. And then my other note was during that whole thing with Kane and Kalisto, Ryder, and Apollo, they're all laying down on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> my only note was um, soccer flopping has nothing on WWE. Oh, yeah. They're like, <laughs> like pretty I feel like soccer players probably come to WWE to learn how to do this correctly. The art of... <laughs> falling and making it look like, like as dramatic like, oh, as possible and yes, exactly. rolling around in pain cuz yes. that's the whole thing you got to there's this sign that's out right behind gorilla position that it's just that, that they right before they come out and mm-hmm. I've seen it they I think they put it up at every event and it just says sell intensity oh, and that's what you're yeah. that's what you have to do like cuz cuz otherwise how are people because, like, I mean, like, how are people supposed to know that, like, oh, that really hurt? Or, oh, right. this guy's, like, you have to, and you have to sell it in your facial expressions and your yeah. movements. Because otherwise, then it really does look fake. Like, if you're not doing that. And totally. Like, and, and that's what I think, like, that's what separates the good wrestlers from the great wrestlers. Is well, that. there are times where they're, like, heavily breathing. You know, they're yeah. taking their little break. They're doing their heavy breathing. And I just watch it going, I pass out just from doing the <laughs> pretend heavy breathing. Like, you know, you get all lightheaded. I'd be like, Well, then also sometimes some of those guys, I mean, it's called blowing up. Like, they're really doing that because they're about to, like, yeah. like if they're not, if they haven't been doing their cardio. Um, yeah. There's a point I always pointed out in, so WrestleMania six. There is, it's, it has the, the main event. It's an iconic main event. It was Hulk Hogan against the Ultimate Warrior, which he was the whole, he was the world champion. Ultimate Warrior was Intercontinental Champion. And these two were like the biggest wrestlers of all time at the time. They were very huge. I mean, you know Hulk Hogan, of course. Oh, yeah. And there's a point in the match where you can, they're so tired. Because they're just so tired that they're basically like they're doing this double bear hug, and they're basically they're basically propping each other up. Yes, because you can. I'm like like boxing, people, and people always talk about like how great that match is, and I'm like, you watch this again. I'm like half the time they are they are barely able to stand up because they're both so tired. Like 20 minutes in, they are like they're literally propped up against each other, just being like, oh god, oh god. <laughs> How do we? We got to finish this. The lights are so hot. The lights are so hot. I'm so tired. Um, Yeah. And because they're both like super steroids, and they both like are just done. And and I'm like, and I'm like, I will like. I mean, like, yes, that was great. It's dramatic, but it. Mm -hmm. But like watching it now, I'm like, those guys clearly can't move. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) See. And as opposed to like, because people talk about then at WrestleMania 12 is one of my favorite matches of all time. The Iron Man match between Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels, where they wrestled for one hour. Oh my god! And but th- and there wasn't a lot of like there was a couple times where they were resting, but most of it they were doing shit the wow. whole time. You never saw a moment in that where they're propped up against each other, barely able to breathe. Yeah, they were going the whole time. Major cardio. And and I'm like, come on, like that to me is like, but everybody's different. Every some people like yeah. the theatrics, the and that's kind of that's why wrestling is great because there's something I like for the everybody. Speed. I love the matches that are just go 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 go. Like yeah. that pumps me up. It just gets so. That's why I like the women. I feel like the women are just quicker. Yeah, like more to the point. And you, <laughs> you would will. love. Like Japanese women's wrestling, it's like oh. ten even more like intense and so fast, like so fast. Yeah, amazing. It's crazy. And hey, Lucha Underground. Think, what I think about what? Sorry. What do you think about Ryder slipping on the ropes? Oh my god! Well, he he <laughs> joked about it on Twitter. Oh, he did. Yeah, I mean, at least he was a good sport about because yeah, he he 
that was I was like live TV everybody like live yep. TV yeah well no and even the announcer I felt like the the whoever said it of the announcers mm-hmm. writer seriously needs to go give that guy a beer because <laughs> he, he really helped him yeah. out like hey man this is live TV and when you're sweating and it's all Slip. real like yeah. yeah it's slippery like he the announcer did such a good recovery yeah. that it made it even that much better. Yeah. So kudos to whoever said that on the announcing table because they listened to our podcast was, so they heard that. <laughs> was that on Raw? That was on SmackDown. Okay. It's probably Morrow. Sounds like something Morrow would do because I feel like JBL now is just like yelling random things. Yeah. <laughs> um, one of the announcers, their mic gets really quiet. Yeah. And you can barely, like, hear them in the back. Like, they're talking. It was weird because, like, Morrow and JBL are so loud. And Mm -hmm. Morrow, what Morrow says makes complete sense and he's great. But then JBL's just like, rah, it's, like, crazy. (laughs) And then then I felt bad for, um, oh, shit, who is the third guy? I don't even remember because he barely talked. I know. Shit, who was the third guy? He's learning. He's learning how to talk. Now I got to find out. Third SmackDown announcer. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I don't even remember because But I do like the I do like the announcers and and it made me feel good that they moved the tables away. Um I'm sure the Spanish announcers are like it's about fucking time. Like <laughs> get off my fucking table. But it was awesome. Oh yeah, cuz the announcers now are like way back. Yeah. It was nice. Oh god. Another. Oh and then I um so we all know, like, I like to work on the tri- out on the trampoline. Oh, David Atunga was the third guy. Oh, he barely yeah, yeah, got to talk go. between yeah. the two of those guys. I don't know. I'm almost like I love JBL on Raw, but I feel like SmackDown JBL's got to go. <laughs> it's um, too much. We'll see. I mean, or will this be the Atunga's got to step up? It's got to be like, listen, <laughs> like, listen to me. <laughs> I have things to say, you guys. I just want I have to be a law degree, goddammit. I just want to be heard. Because, yeah, JBL's just like, rah. Like, I don't know. I don't get I, don't, I feel like maybe Michael Cole was like his leash to reality, and now that they're separated, um, he's just really off the rails. That's my, <laughs> that's my thoughts. All right. Well, I have another um, activity that I'm doing. Ooh. While I'm watching. So okay. if I don't, if I'm not on the treadmill, because I really only do one of the shows while mm-hmm. working out on treadmill or else I might die. <laughs> I'll pass out. You want that. Um, so it's a, a treadmill for one of them. And um, I've taken up knitting again. Oh, yeah. So now I'm knitting and watching SmackDown or Raw. <laughs> and John is just besides himself. So... <laughs> I just, you know, I like to share these things because I thought we should are ask you, what are you What are you knitting? Like, what are you going to knit? Oh, all I know how to do is a scarf. Like, oh, I was I, like I, you should no knit patterns. like a wrestling mask. I should. <laughs> once I, once I uh, hone my skills a little bit more, then I'll try patterns. But for now, it is it is a gray scarf. It's cool. And I have to, like, keep the cats off of my <laughs> <horn>. <laughs> so, Oh, yeah. I That's sit my and mom's knit. biggest problem with her knitting. <laughs> See? So I was thinking cat. we should totally ask our listeners, what do you do, if anything, while you watch WWE or any wrestling? Like, because most of us are multitaskers nowadays. So. I, for a while, it was um, 3DS. I play, like, Animal Crossing. And depending on how into it I was, I would put it down. Just because yeah. it depends. But now I was, it's say, I was the like, same way. That was me watching. I was like, Anne, I can't knit right now. I need usually, to I'm like, I'm just on my phone now, like looking at stuff, or yeah. like I like I like to look at Twitter reactions, like while I'm watching. Yeah, I was gonna ask, are you ever on Twitter while it's sometimes because it's it's fun to watch and see what people are saying, and mm-hmm. and then other times, but usually I rarely watch like live because like why do that and. <laughs> Um, and so, but then I'll go back and look at things and, uh, and then, you know, I, right now I'm way into that tops WWE card game. So I've been collecting, it's like you collect cards and make sets. Is it like pogs? It's it's like baseball cards, but with WWE guys. Yeah. I never did. And there's an app. It's all virtual now. I did pogs. That's about it. So I'm, 
I'm trying not to because like the whole thing is I don't want to. They want you to spend money, and I'm like, I'm not spending money on virtual cards. Like that. Yeah, exactly. That's insane. That's not crazy. Tangible. But people yeah. are doing it. So more power to those people, but like that to uh, me people is people are also buying Pokemon and crap. Well, yeah, that, so I guess Again. that makes sense. I mean, freaking Farmville made right crazy amounts of money. Oh, I know. Um, I I can't even just, talk. But like I, these are fake. I these aren't real like things. Farmville. They're not real. No, <laughs> I, they're I'm, not tangible. So <laughs> paying that kind of money for like yeah. So yeah. But I do all these like there's like watch this video and you get 500 coins. So I figured out a way to just have the videos playing all the time. So keep, keep yes, of course you did. Generating okay. coins so I can buy more packs of these not real cards. Like, Brilliant. Because um, there are certain cards where you can go online and sell them for real money. So I'm hoping maybe I'll get one of those cards. There you go. Because that'd be, that'd be really weird. Like you take this unreal thing and make it into real money. Yeah, that would be awesome. I feel like uh, Bitcoin kind of yeah. did that. <laughs> so. Oh, yeah. Well, that that but, whole thing. I like Twitter. I just, if I don't have to be on Twitter, like I love Twitter for conferences or meeting yeah. new people, like things like that. Other but times it's just kind if, of, uh, yeah, if I don't have to be on it, then I kind of just am not. But again, director of social I media, follow so a ton I'm of, on everything, but I, I follow a lot of, um, well, mostly the women on Instagram. I follow a ton of wrestlers. I love watching, like what seeing what wrestlers talk about. I don't know. Yeah. I like watching them on Instagram. So oh, yeah, that's Instagrams how, are great. I saw Rusev and Lana. They got married. Oh, Lana's wedding dress was pretty amazing. It was so pretty. I mean, her body is incredible. Everybody so looked great at the wedding. Every, she was, could wear a paper bag, and it looks amazing. It but was cool. Everybody looked good. And a circus theme, of yeah. course. I saw a Crazy. picture of Natty. It was taking pictures with the elephant. Yes. <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, what the hell is going on at this wedding? I know, like, right? I'm but like, is this but that I was like the pressure? that was for like I bet you E paid for all of that like the total oh, divas because sure. like because I know they paid for Daniel Bryan's wedding. Oh, um, there you go. Like because that's their big. They, that's like they, I mean you can't like it seems like wedding season finales like that's kind of the big thing. Yeah. Um, did you read Paige's like big long Instagram post about Alberto Del Rio? No. It was kind of nutty. But apparently they're back because I think they were they split up for like a day and people oh. were and then she like deleted his picture so it was like oh no they're broken up and then she wrote this big old thing about how much she loves him and she's oh. ch- he's changed her life and made her want to be a better worker and work harder and I don't know it's really like very dramatic very page <laughs> Because she seems to be one of those girls, like especially watching Total Divas, where one day, one minute she's like, "I love this man," and then the next minute she's like, "I hate boys." Bah. Like I don't know. She's yeah, very, she, she just seems. Well, she is like. Well, I mean, she's like twenty three years old, so she's very young. Yeah. No, and I get that. And she acts her age. Yeah, okay. she, that's. I guess that's more it. I'm a little surprised being. Her being in the realm that she's at yeah. in and the career and all that, I kind of expected a little bit more maturity from her. Well, especially it, since she's been indeed. doing this for so long. But I guess maybe maybe that's because she only focuses on wrestling that she doesn't, like, spend any time on her dating life. And that's why it's such a mess. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. And maybe, maybe Alberto Torrio will bring her that stability. Although, um, I'm sure his... Soon to be ex-wife and children might have a problem. Oh my gosh, with that. I know, right? Well, and it's Del Rio. Like, you know how I feel about him, so. You don't, I, I, I can't do him those. I don't, don't even try. Pero, filthy pero. He was, was sound stupid and then you'll be him. I like Del Rio. I'm, I'm worried. I think he's getting, I think he's getting, I think he's getting shoved under the rug again and he's gonna leave. I think I'm okay with that. But maybe he'll wind, <laughs> wind back up in Lucha Underground, and, and that's fine with me. Well, there you um, go. I had a dream the other day that I made it back into the temple, and it was awesome. Oh, that's I think, great. Because I was watching. They, they think they're, they said they're going to start. So they, they in a surprise move, I wasn't expecting them to start airing season three until next year. But season uh-huh. three starts in September, so it's only oh. a month away. And okay. they're going to start filming season four in the fall, it sounds like. Maybe okay. can go. I really want to go again. Um, Ultima Lucha Dose was pretty awesome. I finally finished watching it. 
And uh, I, I, like I said, I think it was it was kind of crazy how they changed. They created this Pentagon Dark character just so they could sell T-shirts. Yes. <laughs> um, but it's yeah. cool. It was cool. I liked all the vignettes and stuff, and and um, I liked how they ended it. I won't spoil it for anybody if you haven't watched it yet. But it was a good ending because it was like a soap opera. It was a very soap opera ending. Well, there you go. And you don't get that kind of stuff on WWE, which is why <laughs> it's fun to watch Lucha Underground. And, uh, yeah. Your soap operas. One other thing I want to talk about is, um, and this is, uh, I guess I'm going to talk some shade. Um, so somehow because he's a Hall- WWE Hall of Famer, everybody cares what he says, but, um, Road Warrior Animal made the news this week by saying, cause he was quoted in interviews saying that, um, WWE is sho- shoving Sasha Banks down our throats. Oh, I saw that. And I'm just like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. You're an old dude that, that nobody, like, I'm sorry that your time has passed, but that's, I mean, like, one, one, no, they're not. And two, like, it's kind of, it's, I mean, like, I'm sorry that you forgot what getting a push is like, but that's <laughs> what they're doing. And, and also she's amazing. Yeah, and she's he just really sounds, good. He sounds like a dumb old dude. Yeah. It's like Ric Flair this week said that Roman Reigns should have beat Finn Balor. And was like, shut up, Ric Flair. You know, it kind of comes off as like Kanye versus Taylor. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, plus it's just these old wrestlers trying to like get their name out there. Yeah. And my whole thing is I'm wondering because Road Warrior Animal's brother is none other than um, John Laurinaitis, who, who's now Papa Bella. He's Papa married to Bella. Mama Bella. He's, he's a guy that married Mama Bella. He came out on – he was one of the guys that tried to be SmackDown general manager, the people power guy. Oh, with the okay, deep yeah. voice. Um, we talked about him a little bit ago. But he, he married the Bella's mom. It's good for <laughs> awesome. him, dude. Like, yeah, all right. She, she seems like a nice lady. And, yeah. uh But I'm wondering – because he's, he's, he's still got ties at WWE. So I'm wondering if he's like, um, I, I, I do not agree with my brother. Don't listen to my brother. I have no <laughs> brother. <laughs> this is not the brother you're looking yeah, for. Yeah, because he's still really tied in with WWE, so I'm wondering if he's like, Joe, shut the hell up. Like, stop it. So I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with those guys. But they need to get their shit together and they need to stop saying dumb stuff. Because it's yeah. dumb. He's dumb. And it's insulting. Like, it's insulting. Because I'm sure he's not, he's not saying that about any male wrestlers. It's not saying that about Roman Reigns because they're I know exactly, like, like, and those are always shoved down. Like, ugh. so yeah. one and two, everyone's cheering for her. Like, yeah. it's not being shoved when they yeah. want that. Yeah, they're clearly making that known. Also, like, I'm like, do you? That's how wrestling works. Like, I don't understand. Um, so today you mentioned when we were talking before the show that you have a, you have a, do you, do you not, do you not cool with like really bendy people. <laughs> Like yeah. contortionists. So it made me think about um, this week on the Cruiserweight Classic, Zack Sabre Jr. wrestled. And he's super bendy because he can bend out of – and he does these crazy reversals where he, like, contorts his whole body to, like, get out of a wrist lock. Duh. And it's really cool. And But you're probably going to be really freaked out. Nah. And I'm wondering – because he's, like – he's super handsome. But he's oh. like super bendy. Well, if you're good looking. But he's super bendy okay. and and he's like he's like weirdly skinny. But that's like what makes him so he can like just slither out of any like hold. So who is this? His name is Zach Saber Junior. Z a c h space Saber s a b r e. And yeah, he's great. I'm looking him up. And he's on the Cruiserweight Classic this week. Yeah the the. Contortionist that I saw this in Vegas, he was skinny too. So I'm wondering if it's just a skinny thing. I think it is a skinny thing because it's like they're able to like wiggle around and I don't know, <laughs> like because that's what he does. Some guy when I was when I went I went to the Evolve shows in Dallas. Some guy behind me was booing him because he's like, "You're just a skinny bendy, whatever the you're <laughs> some weird skinny bendy guy. You're not a wrestler." And everybody was like, "Shut up, dude!" But I'm like, he's kind of he does he he's a skinny bendy guy. That's his thing. That's why he's yeah. awesome. But he was he's just yelling at him. He's like, he's like, "You're a 
skinny bendy weirdo. (laughs) (laughs) Some people wish that they could bend. (laughs) He can bend. And it was awesome. And then they... Kota Ibushi, who was previously only shown up in the Cruiserweight Classic, he was on NXT this week, and it was awesome. Nice. So I don't know if that's I don't know what that means. He's been in interviews saying he hasn't signed a deal with WWE yet, so I don't know. But he wrestled on NXT this week, and that was cool. And also, they kind of teased that Johnny Gargano and Tommaso Ciampa, who are also awesome. In, they're 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 former indie wrestlers. Well, I don't know about Champa, but Gargano just announced that he's he's doing his last indie date. So I think he's permanently on NXT starting soon, and okay. they're going to be wrestling for the champ take team championships. Very cool. And uh, I was going to ask, who is Alexa Bliss? Has she been? On- she was one. Of, she was the little one that came out during. She yeah, was one of the she women. was first, but yeah. I didn't know if she she was, was on NXT. She was one of the yeah, NXT call ups. Okay. I was her gonna and, say, I don't remember her. Her and Carmella are the two NXT call-ups, the other ones. Okay. Um, Carmella used to be, in NXT, she was with, um, she was with uh, Enzo and Cass. Cause she'll oh. do, she does the how you doing thing also. Oh, isn't she dating Big Cass? She is Big Cass's girlfriend in real life. Yeah. And she's, she's also Bailey's best friend in real life. Oh, and there you go. She's awesome. I, I really hope Bailey comes up soon. Cause she's so great, and but she it, she's gonna wrestle Asuka one more time for the NXT Women's Championship. So we'll see what happens with that. I'm guessing yeah. after that she'll be headed up. Hope they put her on Raw. I want to see Sasha and Bailey at WrestleMania next year. That'd be fun. That'd be Bailey's un. Cool. I like that'd her. be awesome. Like because they've put on Match of the Year contenders previously like last year when they were wrestling each other in nxt and they are both amazing like that'd be oh that's that's my other that's one of my hopeful wrestlemania next year i also want to see i want to see sammy versus kevin owens at wrestlemania well it's like every match (laughs) like every show they're against they should be they need to they just should fight forever they're well they need to cool them off for a while and then bring it back at wrestlemania yeah, maybe have like some sort of minor truth. They should team up and for a then, while. That'd yeah, awesome. and then go back at it or they, something. Like they should, they should challenge for the tag team titles. I don't know. And then like Sammy like tries to get with Kevin's wife or something. <laughs> it starts drama and yeah. Um, so I mean, lots of cool shits happening, and I'm I'm so excited about PWG. Yeah. But that's not for like a month. They had a show just this weekend that went really well. It was. Um, Roderick Strong is, he's one of their big guys and he, he's done a, he did, so he said his farewells there. He said his farewells at Ring of Honor. Um, he's not going to Japan. So I'm pretty sure Roderick Strong is headed to NXT or WWE main roster. I don't know. Very excited about that. Yeah. And, uh, there was some drama that happened at, um, PWG this weekend. I follow, um, if anybody is aware of the hot tub guy, Sean, um, he, he, I, I like, he's, a, he, he interviews wrestlers in his hot tub. He's this, nice. he's this, he's this big dude and he's just, he really loves wrestling and he interviews wrestlers at shows. So first he just, for a while he would re- interview him just at shows, but then he started re- interviewing him in his hot tub and he became <laughs> the hot tub guy and he became kind of popular. He's got a bit of a following, but he's like, the cover guy.com. It's, it's, I don't know what it is. It's a hot tub guy. I don't, I used to look up hot tub guy on YouTube. Yeah. Wrestling hot tub guy. That's awesome. And he's, he's, and he's a, he's a, he's a cool dude, but he. That's not it. <laughs> oh. Okay. <laughs> hot tub guy wrestling. Don't, don't do it. <laughs> Deshaun's two cents. That's his other. Um, but anyways, he, so he posted on his Facebook about somebody that we both know from, um, going to Lucha Underground. He was accused of sneaking into PWG and, the entire PWG fan base, like, basically descended upon this dude. Wow. And, like, but it turned out he had a ticket. So I don't know what happened yeah. or what was going on. But, like, I guess don't mess with PWG fans. And, yeah. But Sean had – Sean apologized. But I guess the guy that initially accused this guy hasn't apologized. And um, so the guy that got accused, his name's Omar. He's a, I, I know him pretty well from going to Lucha Underground. He's like, I want you to film a video eating my PWG ticket. He accused him of 
No, I'm like, <laughs> so, but I wonder if that's going to happen. But um, it was, I, I just, I wanted to give a shout out to Hot Tub Guy, and um, I'm looking forward to seeing him at PWG, and, uh, and, and, and I don't know, it's cool. I'm excited. I'm just really excited awesome. about that. And I'm excited about something I'm trying to get excited about, but having trouble um, keeping up with it is... So I, I mentioned this previously in Japan right now in New Japan they're having their it's a big round robin tournament called the G1 Climax sounds kind of dirty yeah just a little <laughs> um, but it's, is, there, it's, is there tag teaming involved it's been no <laughs> it's a singles tournament but it's a round robin tournament so there's two blocks the A block and the B block each one has ten guys and everybody in that block instead of like a single elimination tournament everybody mm-hmm. in B block wrestles they all wrestle each other at least like one time so everybody wrestles everybody else and then whoever has the most points because you get points for wins they win and then the two winners of from each block wrestle each other and then basically that guy's like the best of the best and he gets to challenge for whatever title he wants at the big at their version of wrestlemania okay and so it's this huge tournament it lasts like a month because i mean it's a lot of 20 guys um and they're all wrestling each other and so it's like every night they put this uh, – so it's on New Japan World, which is their version of WWE Network. So every night there's a new show, and I'm on like night four, and we're already at night ten in real in reality. Oh and I don't know if I'm ever going to catch up until it's over, <laughs> but I'm trying because I keep hearing about these awesome matches, and I don't want to get them spoiled. So I'm trying yeah. to keep up because these guys are putting on – they basically don't wrestle singles matches for most of the year just so they can – do these things so they can do this tournament and they just these matches they pr- it produces multiple match of the year candidates like it's the reason why AJ Styles like got to come back to WWE because he at the G1 climax when he was wrestling in New Japan he put on amazing matches that got everybody's attention because they're like oh wow AJ Styles is still the best around cool and so it's happening right now and I'm trying to keep up, but it's really hard. And yeah, and speaking of spoilers, I had to take. I still like WWE on Facebook, but I oh yeah, had to remove they post them things, from my wall because I'm, I'm like, like some of us are on the West Coast, and also we don't all watch stuff live. Live, yeah. Like, so I'm like, you're um, ruining. And then I was thinking about I'm like they're ruining their own stats. Like, <laughs> <laughs> well, for me, it's always I've never I've always not cared about like getting spoiled the results because for me it's about watching like it's watching the thing you know yeah um, well, i like i like being surprised but it is fun so being surprised i had so, to uh so I, yeah. I still like it but i took i've hidden their well you definitely can't things. follow them on instagram because they'll like post full-on videos and shit yeah i know exactly like, so i just follow some of the wrestlers and yeah and then i and then i go to the page after i've watched mm-hmm. the show to see if there's like behind the scenes of yeah, stuff. which they have been awesome. doing a lot of cool behind-the-scenes videos yeah. and different stuff. Stephanie, there was a whole behind-the-scenes thing on YouTube on Stephanie where she talked about, like, Triple H proposing to her in real life. And I had never, like, seen that. I've, like, heard that story before and, like, well, cool. seen Stephanie, like, in normal Stephanie mode. And I don't know. She's a very admirable person. Oh, good. She, she worked. Well, your brother, just, so yeah. Well, that's that that's got to be fun. That's got to <laughs> yeah. be fun. Um, but also, like, she's just worked really hard. Even I mean, yeah. she and she didn't. She could like probably like just not do anything ever. She could have been like a trust fund kid. I know. Well, and granted, like I came in on this wrestling thing really late, mm-hmm. but just hearing the backstory of like Shane leaving, not yeah. really having anything to do, and now he's the. Not gentlemen, the whatever of SmackDown. Yeah, commissioner of SmackDown. And she or she gets raw. I don't know. I just, if I were her, I'd be like, fuck this shit. Like, I've been working my ass off continuously. (laughs) Well, that's what makes the story so engaging. Still, he he just waltzes in. Yeah. Yeah, but there's enough reality in in it. That's what I'm saying. (laughs) Like, there's how much of this is real, how much of this isn't. They really, they're really, they really blur the line. And I think that's what keeps it. I mean, people complain about the, all the McMahon storylines that have, but I'm like, if you really think about it, the McMahon storylines have been part of, like, part yeah, of this for the, the last fabric of WWE. Since for- well, since since Mr. McMahon like 
basically revealed himself as because he used to just be nobody knew not, at least not on camera that he was the owner when he was just the announcer but when he revealed the mr mcmahon character and it's kind of been that's what's been going ever since because it freaking it's a good throughput mm-hmm. you know i don't know um yeah. there's a really good article about it on voices of wrestling.com oh cool if people want to check it out um but uh, yeah they write a lot of good stuff on there if you have time to kill they're what they they were they're what really got me into like certain indies and Japanese wrestling because they write okay. a lot about it. And cool. Voicesofwrestling.com. Speaking of plugs, um, be sure to check out our website mbwspod.com, and you can use our contact form if you if you have a problem with things that we're saying, or you want to you don't have a problem and you want to give us props, or you want to have a, give questions for me or Veronica. And I'll teach and you how to knit. Yeah, knitting <laughs> questions. How to multitask. Workout questions. Um, yeah, Veronica That's definitely awesome. knows her stuff. Um, and then um, check us out, BenViewNetwork.com. Check out all the other podcasts. Listen to Radio Brendo Man. Um, I'm going to be right. having Josh Anderson from Extra Damage on this week because Phil is in Texas. And uh, I'm excited about that. Cool. And um, if you're going to be in, you should come check us out at Comic-Con Palm Springs, August 26th to 28th. And dot com to get tickets. Well, get them while they last. It's going to be while cool. they last. And it's going to be hot. And I'm really excited now because um, uh, we're, we're, Phil and I wrote a script for a short movie that our friend Zach Eastman is making, and they finished shooting it this weekend, and it's actually saw, a real I saw thing. That picture, so, so cool. Um, yeah, and so we're we're hopefully gonna be uh, bringing it there. Maybe someday somebody will write a script about you, Brando. Maybe they yeah, will. Write a whole it's story. probably gonna be me. Okay, who do you want to play you? I don't know. I've thought about this a lot. It's, it changes. Now, maybe like Bobby Moynihan from SNL, or oh, did, yeah. or did you watch? I really like this kid, although he's pretty he's younger than me. But did you watch? There was a movie called Terry. Um, it was about a fat kid with John C. Riley. He's also in this other movie called Fat Kid Rules the World. Mm-mm. Well, this kid, I, I forgot John his C. name. Is. I forgot his name, but that kid, I would, okay. I think he would be good. But I don't know, Bobby Moynihan would be pretty good. I'll play myself. There you go. I totally <laughs> would be on board All right. for that. Um, no one could do me justice. No. <laughs> Definitely not. Awesome. Well, I think that's going to do it for this week. Um, Veronica, where can people find you on Twitter and stuff? That would be at underscore Veronica Steele. Is that your Instagram also? I don't know my Instagram. <laughs> Instagram you don't use it. Is, You're just a lurker. Oh no, I never have to give it out. Oh. Uh, hold on, give me a minute. Give me a minute. <laughs> I know the one that I manage. If you want to follow Concordia Irvine, <laughs> I seriously don't even know. Uh, I think it's just Veronica Steele. I'll go find it. I think I was cool enough just to be. Oh, it's underscore Veronica Steele underscore. Okay. And follow me on Instagram. It's much more fun than following me on Twitter. Although I'm pretty funny on both, um, I just you go to Disneyland like cats a lot because cats in Disneyland. Yeah, and Michael Jackson. There you go. I'm, I'm looking at it now. I'm just going, oh, Michael <laughs> Jackson knitting and cats. Mine is oh, like and, and owning Fremont Street. Mine is it. like wrestlers meeting wrestlers and other dorky things. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of wrestlers. Hey, mine's dorky. It's just a different. We're in like dorky is so large. Yeah. Such a large uh, claim now. So. All right. Well, good times. We'll tune in next time, and we'll be talking about more awesome wrestling. So check us out mbwspod.com, and I think that's going to do it. So for MBWS, I'm Brendan Creasy. I'm Veronica Steele, and we'll see you next time in the ring. Time, we're taking over the prime time. 
And if you cross this, you're stepping over the fine line But we can take this to the center of the ring And when the bell dings, it's time to go I'll hit the top rope while you're bleeding No, slam me with the chair in the back of your head Put you through a table, now you're thinking you're dead As I climb the ladder and reclaim the belts You're going home with a face full of welts We came to win, well you better know It's Matt and Brendo's wrestling show This podcast is a part of the Benview Network. You can find this and other podcasts like it at BenviewNetwork.com. I'm Aaron Prince-Staley, host of the Podcast Preview, where every week I bring you a new comedy podcast that you are going to love, with highlight clips and interviews with the show's hosts. Check out the Podcast Preview at BenviewNetwork.com, on your favorite podcast app, or live on the radio at WERA.FM. I'll see you there.